This week on the BAMFCAST. If loving the moon is wrong, we don't want to be right. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey BAMFCAST. Episode 159. Holy shit. This podcast is now at full operational capacity. Damn right. Back with us. I'm, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Beach. And I'm Chuck. Yes. For you uh, people who were here last week, we were not operating. Yeah, we took capacity. a week off. Yeah. And yeah, we missed a show. Yeah. yeah. That was that was too bad that yeah. we did that. So, but what we do most other weeks that we do do a podcast is uh, yeah. we come in here and uh, <laughs> we watch a bad, quote unquote, bad movie. And then we come in here and talk about it for about 30 to 45 minutes. And then they get ratings. Yay. Good bad movies. <laughs> enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks as in robot jocks. Yes. Robot All jocks. All right. And the bad, bad movies as in stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as in douche bags after twilight. No. Oh, no. Oh, dear God. Jocks. Oh, no. So, uh, after, I think we went obscure with a movie or two, so we decided we'd like to bring it back around and do something that's readily available. On the radar, even. Yeah, and even kind of new. So, kinda. we did uh, 2012's Iron Sky. Which, Iron Sky! Which is available on Netflix Instant. So, yeah, if you have that, you can play the home game. Get some. Huzzah! Woo! So, word. Iron uh, Sky. Pack of excitement so, here tonight. Plot summary about this movie. And then we'll talk more about it. Okay. In the last moments of World War II, a secret Nazi space program evaded destruction by fleeing to the dark side of the moon. During 70 years of utter secrecy, the Nazis construct a gigantic space fortress with a massive armada of flying saucers. Sounds about right. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that is um, theoretically. That's the backstory of Iron Sky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They forgot the other half that's like, hey, it's a really broad political satire. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Which is like... Two thirds of the movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, but you came for the Nazis. Well, you stayed for the politics. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. right? You, sure. you, Isn't you, s- the- you sell us an idea of there are Nazis hiding on the moon. Oh, that's yeah. all we need. I yeah. mean, this is I mean, one of those. All I need to be in to the movie. Yeah, we passed up Nazis at the center of the Earth, the asylum probably version of this <laughs> for Iron Sky. Sure. Yes. The real version of this. A crowdfunded, <laughs> partially finished yeah. movie about Did American... you say partially finished? <laughs> yeah. It was and finished. finished. <laughs> but no, but uh, apparently fan-funded somewhat through Wreck-A-Movie. Yeah, and, then, uh, and then every other country in the European Union. Yeah, it's like a joint <laughs> Finnish-German... Was it American? Were, were there any Americans involved no, in actually no. making no, it? They no, did some, they did some, some voice work in L.A., but... And they filmed in New York, but mm-hmm. there really was no American involvement in this film. That's why the political stuff is so broad, because it's just like observations from Finland about what the fuck's going on in America. Yeah, but a few years too late. Yeah. That's what happens when you crowdfund your movie. It takes a while. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> you can't get it out like a Cause, like a scary movie. Because basically, the president of the United States now is Sarah Palin. Yes. So she's never named. No. But, but they do everything. I mean, they make her look like her. There's... A, a stuffed polar bear in her office. She has a hockey Wolves, figure on her yeah. stick on, on her desk. On her stick. On her stick. On her stick. That's that's, ger- that's German for desk. Yes. Yes. Oh, stinking. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I've been to Germany. Yeah, there's wolves. They said stuff. that all the time. Yeah. Der stinking. Der stinking. And I was like, oh, your desk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, what's so, what's so funny? I don't know. It's I just, just a desk, you've man. Been to Germany. Yeah, people got to do work, right? 
So they get behind Der Steken and (laughs) get cranking. (laughs) We were just surprised you went to Germany and were able to come back. I know. Good job. Guess you had your papers. Mm -hmm. I did, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You got the wires. (laughs) Threw a guy off a Zeppelin. I was like, no ticket. It was great. (laughs) Off the iron rails in under five minutes. Yeah, so... um, Yes? This movie. Can you tell we don't... (laughs) We kind of don't want to talk about Iron Sky. Even though we should. It's not that... There's a lot of good stuff in Iron Sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of really broad, uncomfortable stuff in Iron Sky. Yes. Okay, well... So an astronaut and a model (laughs) go to the moon. Yes. And this is not a setup for... Well, it is a setup for a a (laughs) 90-minute joke, but... It is a setup for an amazing joke that shows up later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does work out pretty well. Yeah, because they... Well, you don't know this. It just looks like two astronauts have landed on the moon, Mm -hmm. and and you're getting communications from Houston. They're like, hey, lower the banners, and that's our first time we see re-elect not Sarah Palin in 2018 or whatever it was. Yeah, it's 2018. And, uh, yeah, and then one guy goes off checking moon rocks and everything and then just does the mother of God look over the ridge. <laughs> and then eventually we see that it's a and giant it's mining facility. Of holy Nazis. crap, Nazis. Yeah. yeah. With moon buggies. The and moon's crawling with Nazis. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. It's lousy with Nazis. <laughs> but they are. I used to like the moon. Now it's all lousy <laughs> with Nazis. <laughs> but they are mining helium three, which I believe is the same reason for going to the moon in moon. Yeah, yep, it is. Um, well, that's what the moon has. Is it? Go get it. Yep. Really? I don't know. Do we know this, or no, is this just like I, a made-up? I, I think they, the I think they have said that helium the third is hmm. is prevalent on the moon. What? Where's helium junior? I mean, somewhere in between. <laughs> helium junior is regular helium. Oh, uh, helium senior died in the war. Oh, no, helium senior is regular helium. He- helium junior fucked around and, and squandered the <laughs> inheritance and died in a he got high puddle of his own vomit. Uh, <laughs> took took the kid to the moon. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Left yeah. him there. You can lead a helium to water, but you yeah. just can't make it. You'll never drink. have any of my inheritance. <laughs> I think helium so, three is probably going to become like the unobtainium and the uh, oh, definitely. oceanic of of we need generic thing name. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but anyway, yes, the Nazis are mining this on the moon, and mm-hmm. then the uh, the stormtroopers basically promptly show up over the ridge and shoot the astronaut in the face. Well, one just With- pops up from behind him, slowly <laughs> coming to a stand mm-hmm. as the other astronauts like, "Hey, ch- come check this out!" You just see yes. Nazi stormtroopers slowly rise, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they shoot him in the face mm-hmm. with an old Nazi gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and then they then they take a Panzerfaust and shoot their their moon lander. <laughs> yes, thing. Yeah, they blow it the fuck up. It's pretty awesome. And then they kidnap the other dude. First off, let, let, let's just say you have to throw. Any rational science yeah. thought out of, out of oh, your head. of course. Because do guns work on the moon? We don't know. They do. Do we care? We don't no, care. Don't, don't care. They do. But, but people but walk around like without helmets and just, you yeah. know. I mean, they do once well, they're the base. That the, that the Nazi, well, they, okay, there's a Nazi moon base. It's shaped like a giant swastika, and it's enormous. Sure. And they, they, and they keep showing they, it. They, oh, they show it. They love to show well, it. They're so plus, proud of it. I'm thinking like this is last minute, oh shit, let's escape to the moon before, you know, Ger- Nazi Germany falls. Where are they getting all these materials? From the moon? Didn't you see they had dug out like yeah, a... Yeah, they had a plan. They have iron and all this on the moon. The Their secret the, space yeah, plan in the 40s crater. was oh. to fire, I don't know, 15,000 rockets at the moon with supplies. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 And nobody knew about like it. Like I said, I'm just saying, we have to th- you have to throw out Radar science. Radar was shit back in 1945. Mm-hmm. Logical thought. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. But so they blow up the mm-hmm. landing, the lunar lander. Mm-hmm. Take the, the other astronaut hostage. Who survived. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... As this happens, we're introduced to um, the main woman of the story. Woman. I guess is uh, Renate. 
Ren- Renate Richter. Right. <laughs> Who you will see at the party later. Mm-hmm. But, um... <laughs> God damn it. You were waiting for that one. You know you were. But uh, she is a school teacher, apparently. Yes. Teaching all the young Aryan kids... English. The English. Hit, the Hitler youth, if you will. Earth yes. language. Yeah. And they conveniently describe make her make them describe what year they left why they left where they're going all that stuff yeah she's like pop quiz hotshot and then it's like when did we leave the earth and mm-hmm. so it just all the so facts all that we the need exposition to know you might need yeah the children give you yes thanks children because they are the future gold stars for of, exposition <laughs> of moon nazis yeah. Teach so, yeah. them well and let them go step And then away. I believe, she, doesn't she also show them the 10-minute short, famous short of The Great Dictator by yes. Charles mm-hmm. Chaplin? Yes, the illustrious 10-minute version of The Dictator. <laughs> the Great Dictator. Yeah. Which it, and this it, is pretty smart because she says like how it's, oh, like all the meaning behind it is how, because he's when he's juggling the globe, he's like, oh, this is this represents how we were meant to take over the world and all this. And it's kind of like... It's fascinating to me how they do not hammer you over the head with that joke. Like they, they don't. You really have to be aware of that film to mm-hmm. get what they're doing. Yeah, and especially compared to how bad you get hammered over the head later in y- this movie. Sure, like it's so weird to have so much like actual subtle, just let it go. Yeah. stuff. It's that, really just one line. So is you know his famous ten minute short film, The Great Dictator, and you're mm-hmm. like, the greatest, oh, greatest I, piece of piece of Nazi propaganda. Yes, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I see what you did. Okay, yeah. very clever guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so obviously you've got, I mean, and that's one thing, too, is early on, I was like, this is looking way too well-made for something we watch. Because there, I mean, there are parts of it that are incredibly well-made. The the effects, for the most part, are pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. obvious that most of the actors are just green-screened in a studio somewhere, and there's just mm-hmm. this CG everywhere. But, man, I mean, some of it, they spent some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Unless Europeans just work dirt cheap making graphics which could be possible too who knows but yeah but i mean there are a lot of nice shots early on oh yeah you know when the space stuff looks really cool yeah and i was like wow they're kind of like there's actual talent behind mm-hmm. the filmmaking here which comes and goes later comes and yeah. goes. yeah it, it kind of goes up the rails in and a out. Bit yeah because later on <sighs> yeah because then washington the captured astronaut is taken before uh klaus adler Yes. Who is the next in line to be the next Fuhrer behind Udo Kier, who shows yeah. up too. Yay! <laughs> yes, Fuhrer Udo Kier. Yeah. <laughs> and Klaus Adler is also Stomper from mm-hmm. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Except he doesn't have blonde hair anymore. No. Yeah. Boo, why not? I know. But yeah, they do this whole thing of, you know, they take off his helmet and it's like, oh, he's black. Yeah. And they're, I don't know, in awe of this, I guess. Yeah, they just cannot believe that he would be leading the expedition yeah, because sure. he's black. To space. Or yeah. on the expedition, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but really, in 19... Well... 45? Yeah, yeah, Germans from 1945 probably never saw a black guy. And sure they did. Jesse Owens went over there and tore shit up. He uh, did. Yeah. Not sure. But the citizenry probably weren't... Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, there weren't yeah, no. a lot of black dudes running around. <laughs> but basically, he's like... Not kinda, in Germany. No, no, no. no. He, he kind of talks his way out of being shot by saying, I know the president of the United States. And they're like, oh, uh, I guess... Oh, well, the president of the United States yes. of America. <laughs> yes, we should keep you alive. <laughs> yeah. So take him to the doctor, Dr. Uh, Richter, Dr. and, Richter. Uh, you know, uh, get some information Dr. out of him. Crazy, stereotypical mad scientist dude. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a whole ridiculous sequence in the middle of this where... They start roughing him up, 
and he's like, oh, no, you didn't. And like picks up his helmet and mm-hmm. just does like this three stooges bonk everybody in the head. Like five guys, yeah. five yeah. or six people. Yeah. One hit. And this leads to him just sort of flying off <laughs> down into some machinery. Well, and this, shit. Is, this is where the science of the movie gets a little weird again, because still they're inside. I can buy our artificial atmosphere, but artificial gravity, because the moon gravity kind of comes and goes. Yeah. Because he kind of falls and no big deal. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. But yeah. And so like. Uh, what's his face? The Adler. He's gone and told the school teacher, "Hey, we've got an Earthling here. We need you to examine him." So, <laughs> because besides being a school teacher, she is also a self-professed Earthologist. 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 And well, she may have a degree in Earthology from Nazi University, <laughs> Nazi, Nazi Moon University, Moon U. <laughs> yes, Nazis Moon U. Oh, moon U. Yes. Just a big fan yes. of Earth Kid. That's right. all. NMU. <laughs> Maybe she likes Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earthology. That's different. That's in a different wing. (laughs) Earthology. That's the drug. It's in the the same. Pot smokers mm, take that class. It's in the same wing as Earthology. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally different. Taught by Professor Smith. But But yeah, she ends up. She runs into him in the hallway. Yeah, because he's tumbled down a bunch of shit, and they're in a hallway, and then he's like, fuck this noise and decides to just open the pod bay doors Hal. Mm-hmm. and of course you know space comes rushing in and they do the weird i think the room goes uh, rushing room out i know out. i just like to do that joke okay. so nerds can go i believe the space went out <laughs> <laughs> well you're welcome thanks nerds uh <laughs> so they do the weird thing where they you know they sort of go out and float around and he like grabs her and he's holding on to her with one arm and just flings her back well, in. Meanwhile, she's as her clothes yeah. Well, yeah, her clothes are just yanked blown off. off. <laughs> like she's wearing, you know, the stereotypical underneath the Nazi outfit is just sexy lingerie. It's like uh that's not sexy lingerie. That's like 1945 shitty lingerie. Yeah. No, that's sexy lingerie. She was wearing garter belts. That's just all normal. When was the last time you saw anybody wear a fucking garter belt? 1945 where the fashion <laughs> would come from? <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, so her, right her clothes parties. are blown off, yeah. and so that's uncomfortable. And then Adler comes in and is like, "What are you two doing? Stop!" Punches it. him in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and yeah, he's ready to She's kill him. She's in good shape, by the way. Yeah, yeah. She takes her vitamins, mm-hmm. but um, their vitamins. Yeah, he's ready to kill him, and that's when he says, "I know the president." They're yeah. Like, all right, well, we'll take you we'll to lock scientist we'll guy, torture him or whatever. Right. And their form of torture is by giving him albinization formula. Well, they're trying to assimilate him, or yeah. trying yeah. to get him to and assimilate, to I guess. And blare Nazi propaganda through giant speakers right at his face. Yeah. To which he's like, oh, come on, man, stop. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, but they find his his iPhone and are immediately like... Well, his cellular device. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. His, his cellular, cellular, cellular device. Cellular telephone plus computer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which you know. and they're like, hey, this can power our. Well, first the scientist is like, that's not whatever. a computer. This yeah. is a computer, and yeah. points to the Big, you know the, giant the room filling yeah. thing. Jokes. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like when they're kind of intentionally going for broad jokes. That's when it gets really bad. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, oh, here here comes. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like everything short of sound effects when like someone gets hit on the head. Actually, the the helmet might have. I believe the there was a bonk well, sound. Yeah. It well, was, I think it was more like the. The mirage, you know, like hitting. The oh yeah, and, yeah. The empty mm-hmm. shells. There are some sound effect jokes yeah. which are just the worst, but yeah. But yeah, so they're basically turning him white and turning him into a Nazi because that's what you do. Sure. 
But we're talking like, I mean, they don't have the budget to even do like the white chicks makeup on him. It's just <laughs> no, but it does look eerily similar. Like, yeah. he, it just comes. He makes him look sort of silver. He just looks yeah. really ashy. He looks like yeah. a ro- he looks like Data. <laughs> yes, yeah, that kind yeah. of. Yeah. There you go. But, but it's weird, and he stays in this for most of the rest of the movie. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, poor guy. Weird and uncomfortable too. Yeah, but it, while this is going on, mm-hmm. they've mm-hmm. cut back to America, where Sarah Palin is Earth. on her is on her um, elliptical, yeah. speaking to her campaign advisor, and you know shit's going wrong because sending a black man to the moon was supposed to get her reelected. Right, black to space. Yes, black which, to the moon. God. Black to the moon. Black to, to the, the moon, moon, which eventually yes, shows can. the giant banner hanging on the side of the Empire State Building mm-hmm. with her, and then the astronaut dude standing <laughs> behind him with with his arms crossed and says, "Black to the moon." Yes, she can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because 2018. Her, her campaign advisor is basically like, you know, she's like, "How are we going to get reelected?" And he's like, "Well, we sent sent dudes to the moon, and one of them was black." And she's like, "So." He's like, that should have worked. He was black. <laughs> we went back to the moon and he was black. Yeah. So that's basically their whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but the campaign advisor is out of her damn mind. Right. Pretty much. Well, like, like they, they, they basically do the downfall scene with her, like where they bring in all their new ideas for the new campaign because she's just been chewed out by the president. And right. she does the whole rant at everyone and, you know, dismiss everyone except the heads of department. Right. And, and that goes on far too long and is rather yeah. uncomfortable because it, not only is she raving like a mad person, but the music is just going crazy in oh, the scene. Oh, it is like louder than her. Yeah. I do, like, I do appreciate her ability to insert fuck or fucking into the middle of words. It, it's it's creatively done. It's, it's sometimes hard to insert the word into other words and have sure. it flow right, but they worked it out somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it works pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, it does go on too long, but... I think they were like, hey, you're pretty good at freaking out. You should do this a couple times in the movie. Right. So she did. Which she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was just going to say, they also pointed out somewhere along the way that uh, Washington the astro- was not really an astronaut. He was a model yes. sent along for the ride he for, tells them that. for this publicity mm-hmm. black yeah. to the moon thing. Yeah, because as model. he's being interrogated, he's right. like, I'm a model. I, I, I look well, yeah, because they're like, How did, where's the thing and the thing? And he's like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a model. <laughs> right. And they're like... A model what? Citizen? Very nice. Now tell us what we want to know. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's he's just saying slang, and they're like, what is this dialect he's saying? I mean, they're being horribly racist. <laughs> well, not even that, just that you know generation gap thing. Of, sure. Oh, yeah, they've been locked on the moon for 70 years. They have right. been locked on the moon. You're right. Locked on the moon for 70 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <sighs> after she freaks Can we out... Can to mean, the really awesome part? Yeah. Well, basically... Black guy is now white and dyed hair and ashy and data y. And, right. and, and, and <laughs> thanks, the, Dr. Pulaski. <laughs> yeah. And she has instructed him to kind of like blend in or they're going to kill him, you know, to go with it and, and or they're going to kill him. So, you know, he does the Seagull. Right. And then kind of like looks over and gives her the. Uh, yeah. wink. Uh, no, we, before the, there's yeah, one, we, we there's, have one, to, there's one thing that she does we, be, when she, cause yes. like she goes in to see him and is like, oh, oh God, I don't understand. You know, I've never seen a black man. And, and he's, she's kind of like obviously getting the hots for him pretty right. early mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, bit of baby, you know, <laughs> like doing this whole thing. And mm-hmm. like, what she's like, okay, you need to play Nazi. You know, that's what the, that's what my dad's plan is. Who's the easy, evil, crazy scientist. His plan is to turn you into a Nazi. So just play along and do that or they're going to kill you. So she hears her dad coming, 
starts to scoot out the door and gives him the uh, you know the one arm Nazi salute, and then it turns it into a thumbs up, and yes. then like her yeah. arm disappears yes. out the door. That is, was, she's like that, mostly that, off screen because yeah. she's yes. hidden you, by the door. All you see yeah. is like so you arm see the arm poke out, on, yeah. and into, it just Sigal turns into a thumbs up, yes. and I'm just like, that's the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was shit like that is what is really well filmed in this movie yeah. when they try when they do when they have the balls to go for the subtle joke. Yeah. That's what's great about it. Yeah. And when they try to get broad humor, that's when it's just bleh. Yeah. But what yeah, broads know about humor? <laughs> which, well, yeah, I mean, everything everything with the Sarah Palin character is yeah, that's poorly cool. done. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of it's all right. Some of it toward the end when she's yelling it, at the okay, United yeah. Nations people. That sounds okay. But, but like everything in that stuff in, section yeah. is rough. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because what happens is basically Adler, Renate, and, and Washington take their saucer down, land in upstate New York. They have to get more devices, more cellular computer devices. By the way, I just wanted to point out that Washington doesn't know that he's been turned white. No, he hasn't seen a mirror yet. No. Okay. (laughs) That's very important. Yeah, because then they he's, you know, they get there and others like, you're taking us to the president. You know the president. And he's like, "Uh, I kind of (laughs) know who the president is. The president, sort of. So yeah. they take him into New York City, and he's going to bring them to the president. <laughs> they just uh, they land in upstate New York, like at a farmhouse. That's uh-huh. anywhere north of New York City. No, though. I know it could have been Yonkers, which is walking distance. Sure, but, sure, yeah. but I mean, like they're they're it's instantly in the fired upon by a farmer or something with a mm-hmm. big dumb hat, which well, was they, a side landed in the middle of a it was a pot field. Yeah, in the middle of a because he's like marijuana grow smell operation. Smell that. <laughs> yeah, 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 but then, yeah. like, cut to next day, and they're just like walking into Manhattan, just like, in like in Nazi garb. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, here we are, and immediately stumble upon a basketball game. Mm-hmm. And Washington's like, "Hey, I know these guys." I'll, I'll, because they yeah. they have a Volkswagen van, and the Adler dude's like, "Hey, get We're that Volkswagen van. <laughs> We're taking that." Mm-hmm. So yeah, and of course he tries to talk to the black people, and they all pull guns. You know, on. yeah, tries to be as black as he possibly can in everything he says, and then of course they pull guns on him and take off and because he looks like a crazy white dude yeah yeah with a swastika on his shirt yeah <laughs> which he's covering and then forgets to cover and then it's like oh shit mm-hmm. i'm dressed like a nazi but yeah this is the part where it, and then what they do is he he leads them to the campaign manager yeah who they kidnap right and immediately throw him out of the van yeah mm-hmm. that's it for him you're yeah. gone yeah they're like all right we're done with you we don't need you and he's and, out of the movie for a little while yep and then so they like this is where it gets really odd bad is because they take her somewhere and they're like interrogating her and then she kind of gets this weird like okay i think i see what you guys are going for almost immediately like the second they pull her into the car she's like what the fuck and then like he starts talking and she's like oh i like i totally have the hots for this guy and slash this is the perfect decides yeah, yeah, yeah this is our new campaign right so immediately they, Everything with Palin becomes like old Nazi propaganda yeah, stuff. Right. But they they seem to have cut out something that that should have been vital. It, it, maybe they didn't even film it, but it seems like they cut out some sort of scheming between her and Adler. Yeah, because they are kind of joining forces, and Adler and and yeah, Richter are are all yeah. in it together. And, they, and it's suddenly like three months later. Yeah. And she's winning the campaign by giving all these, you know, Hitler-esque speeches. Right. And but she's changed the, the symbol. She's got yeah. the little weird V symbol or yeah. something. But it's from the point of Richter, who is has been taught that, like, Nazis really are all about 
altruistic natures. Yeah, yeah like Nazis so she's are good. So she's doing this whole like you know it's the typical Hitler style speech, but she's like in love and peace and everything, but you know yeah. kind of doing the big arm motions and all that stuff. Yeah. And so now Faux Palin is doing this, and, mm-hmm. right, and about to win, and then they're like. Like apparently it's not enough to win because then they start talking sort of about cooking up a war and Adler's like, well, I can do that at any point in time because I got the Nazis on standby mm-hmm. on the moon and then we're ready to invade the earth. And she's like, great. Sort, yeah. sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the campaign but, manager is. But eventually <laughs> the girl runs into Washington and he's like a hobo on the street with a sign that says moon Nazis are right. coming. And he grabs and yelling her and like, like a crazy one. person. Well, yeah. That, that's, that's because somewhere along the way in this like three months later scheme, Blonde Richter girl, the school Nazi school teacher, has already like realized like, oh no, Nazis really are bad. I'm out of here. And the campaign manager has immediately fallen for Adler, like, mm-hmm. and just kind of pushed her aside. So she's out wandering the streets, basically. Well, she's not. Like, she's not like fully out of it yet. She's just sort of split away from from Adler because she sees what's going on there. She's right. still thinking that they okay. are mm-hmm. in the right here. Yeah, because when, right. <laughs> when she meets up, when she meets up with Washington, you know, they get arrested because they get in a they fight. get in a fight. Well, and yeah, then, and then I mean, well, they get in a fight because they find a bunch of Aryans hanging out on on a street corner. She's like, "Oh, look, nice <laughs> clean cut <laughs> Aryan boys." Be the fact that when she finds him, he's standing there, and like in three months later, he's grown full hobo beard. Oh yeah, and, and he's he holding has a cardboard hair. sign that says, "Moon, Moon Nazis. Nazis are coming." Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah <laughs> well, he's just, and she walks by, and he's like, "Here's one now." <laughs> and she yeah. grabs her. It's like, it, "I got one of them." It works when they go to the cops because the cop basically <laughs> says, "Okay, so you were a model mm-hmm. who went to the moon." Got kidnapped by Nazis, <laughs> they turned you white, and then they brought you back, and and he's like, yep, mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. Yes. Precisely. Thank you for finally <laughs> someone's <laughs> listening. And then he asked the chick, she's like, what What the fuck? And she's mm-hmm. like, no, that's all true. Yeah. yeah. You know. And, we got him on the dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it it plays a little better, like, compared to most of the comedy in this. Right, right. Yeah. It plays a little better to do well, that interrogation It's scene, the one but. scene where someone blatantly lays the entire plot out and it's like really Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what's happening here Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah, but they you know the campaign manager and adler kind of start you know they go back he's like i'll show you what my plan really is and they go back to his place and they're you know she's going crazy i mean she's like i don't know what the hell she's on but it's good stuff she wants some Nazi. Yeah, she wants some Nazi big time. But then, of course, Udo Kier has shown up, <laughs> you know, and Adler the whole time has been, well, his plans to kill him and just take over. Sure. And he tells her that. But, of course, Udo Kier is just kind of sitting in the room waiting for <laughs> them to notice that Udo Kier is sitting in the room. Right. I don't think I don't think we even necessarily pointed out the original reason they were sent to the earth was to get more of these smartphone yeah. computer yeah. devices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been like yeah. three months. That, that was it. it. it, it well, it was supposed to power the um, the Gotterdam Rung, yeah, the goddamn ring, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, they, they, their his, giant Nazi space weapon. They, mm-hmm. they plugged in dude's cell phone to the thing, and they were like, "This will finally power our device," and it works until the battery runs out. So they're like, mm-hmm. "Go get more of these," yes. and they set it up along the way that you know anyone who goes to Earth never comes back, and probably because the moon sucks. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know. The reason they don't go back is because they get swept up in this political power thing of mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. know, being a, a leader on Earth yeah. or whatever. But but the thing is, they spend way too much time on the political crap. Yeah. Yes. Of yes. getting Palin reelected. Sure. Like it, you know, there's a certain point the where I'm game, like, this is our nothing. this is a moon Nazi movie, right? Yeah. Right. Right. You know. But yeah. what happens is they, you know, oh goddamn it, Reich, I hate you. <laughs> 
No, you don't. Okay, I don't. That's uh, the third time you've done that, okay? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my third Reich. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm taking another week off, starting right now. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway so, yes. so yeah so Udo Kier is basically going to execute Adler yeah and they take they take the campaign manager chick out in the hallway and you hear a shot and then you know as they're about to shoot Adler she suddenly comes back in and just guns down everybody mm-hmm. pretty awesome well but you don't really see it's her but you just see the gun barrel flashing sure. and everybody dying and then she kind of walks back in, you know, and says, well, you know, I guess the, I guess the one last blowjob trick will always work. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. And then says, all right, you can get the hell out of here now. Yeah, I got to go. Yeah. I'm the new Fuhrer. So <laughs> I got to go back to the moon and start the invasion. Yeah. So eat a fat one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And goes up on the roof and tells the guys, okay, um, I'm the new Fuhrer. Bow Udo, to me. Udo Kier shows back up. And he gets kicked in the face. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which kills by him. By Mr. Stomper. <laughs> and it's weird. And it's, it's weirdly uncomfortable because Udo Kier is there like bleeding and coughing up, up blood, blood for a long time. Like, okay, <laughs> let the man die. Yeah. It's, it's tone again, tonally. Tone, this it's, movie it's is weird. weird. Yeah. But so Udo Kier's out of the picture. Yep. Adler's the new Fuhrer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's like, all right. I guess he just goes back to space. Yeah, then. it just kind of cuts like, you know, ship. you see ship leaving and then it's just like, okay, he's back. That That's resolved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, going back to he, prepare the fleet. Well, yeah. because he hasn't, he has a quote unquote iPad. Right. He got the thing that he needs. That's right. He took her iPad and right. went up there. But yeah. Yeah. And this triggers them like, all right, time to do our invasion. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of when the movie starts to win me back again. Because you have giant space zeppelins towing oh, asteroids. Jesus fucking Christ, they're awesome. Heading towards Earth. Yes. And we're like, yes, mm-hmm. this is what you promised us. <laughs> and you're finally delivering an hour into the movie. I love yeah. space zeppelins so much. I was so excited when they showed up. <laughs> I just realized something, not to not to digress too much, but sure. um, the cover for this, that's, that's at least on Netflix, very much is like a, hey, you like Sucker Punch. You know, because it's yeah. just like it's like it's got the chick on the cover, you know, skimpy, mm-hmm. you know, Nazi style outfit. I'm realizing this movie's very similar to that in a way, like because you saw the previews for Sucker Punch, and you're like, yeah, like young girls in weird uniforms doing lots of kung fu and shit, and you don't expect the long bits of Asylum and all the other things, and it's like mm-hmm. get to the parts that you promised <laughs> me in the previews, <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. And this has kind of got that same problem. Yeah. Yeah, but then like once, once yeah, if once it finally gets there, you're yeah. like, once the zeppelins yeah. show up, you're like, all right, we're doing this. Because mm-hmm. basically, the the campaign advisor has gone to the president now, and they're coming up with the strategy. And she's like, well, you know, we're we're going to be invaded by space Nazis from the moon. And she's like, well, that's great. And who's going to lead the army? Well, she's happy that this is happening. Oh yeah, because she had to. She said she was going to start a war with Australia. Right. Mm-hmm. Because anybody, any president that starts a war in their first term gets reelected. Right. And it's so like real late in the game to get that going. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you know, so. it's Palin. But <laughs> so she gets. Yeah. She basically the secretary of state or whatever is like, ah, that bitch has all the answers. So mm-hmm. guess what? Make She's her make her the, you know, the general. Wasn't that after the Nazis 
started invading? Or? Yes. Yeah, because they yeah. landed yeah. saucers over New York and were just opening fire. Right. And they were dropping asteroids on mm-hmm. yeah. cities. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's all like these it. little, yeah, all the little saucers come out of the Zeppelins. And it's just, I mean, there's some really good computer animation going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In those all sections. of that looked really, really, really f- surprisingly good. Oh, yeah. Like, that's where the majority of the budget had to have yeah. gone was that stuff. But, um, and they did some, you know, some New York City street explosions and people mm-hmm. running and, you know, stuff no, like that. No dogs but jumping out of the way in slow motion. No, no, no. But, you know, Every yeah, dog was okay. Palin goes in front of the United Nations or their... It's it's not really the United Nations. It's like all the they leaders the, of all the countries in a underground room with yeah, a, but it, it's a because, whole big it, circular table. It's thing. some new thing. It's the United. Yeah. They called it the, the one guy called it the UN at some point. Yeah, but, yeah. They, but they flashed it up before it yeah, had an on screen title. Yeah. But it was like the it was like some made up yeah bullshit. But right. it was like the United Cong- Congress of, yeah, Federation yeah, or something. Like that, yeah. But yeah. but basically, basically says yeah you know we're getting invaded by Nazis from space. Yeah. And she's like, these are honest to God freaking Nazis yeah. from space. But North Korea tries to take credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I would just like to say that these spaceships were created by our fearless leader. <laughs> they were designed and built by our <laughs> right. fearless leader. And we will crush all of you and thank Every- you for your time. And everyone just starts laughing. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> we could have done it. And they're like, sit mm. down, idiot. <laughs> Why do we even let you in these meetings? Idiot. Yeah. yeah, and then but this is where she reveals yeah. the, the USS, USS. <laughs> <laughs> George say, W. fucking Bush, <laughs> which, which is, is their giant spaceship <laughs> armed with cannons that fly that slide mm-hmm. out from the side and mm-hmm. nukes and yep. nukes, lots of nukes. It's their Mars exploration vehicle and a big mm-hmm. screen with a spinning W on it. I mean, and yeah, well, that's that's Vivian's logo. The Vivian oh, whatever okay. her name is. Well, yeah. Wagner. Yeah, and they Wagner. have they have you know like a <laughs> digital signage of of vote for Palin and mm-hmm. all this weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they say all right, let's start tearing up some zeppelins, and so big giant space battle starts. Well, because the tune all, of all of the other nations the also like bring in their uh, spaceships too, which is like the Russians have like a, a retrofitted mirror. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I thought you said you destroyed this thing. And you're like, I thought you said you destroyed your yeah. thing. Ah, oh, we all lied. And she basically says the line, "Let's go fuck these guys up, and we'll deal with that later." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we we lie. That's what we do. Yeah. You guys are supposed to dismantle this shit. Yeah, the, like everyone has weapons on their spaceship except for I think Finland. <laughs> fin- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, like, who, who wasn't <laughs> telling the truth, or who who was telling who was the truth? about not having an armed space station in Finland, Finland sheepishly. sheepishly. Yeah. Which I believe that is the director oh, okay. of the movie. So ah. Makes sense. But like the that Australian is ship is the Dundee. You know, they're like, all right, here we go, mate. Yay. <laughs> you know, so like yeah. every ship flying in has its own like, you know, stupid stereotype. I like that they gave them all distinct designs, though. Yeah, they're all they goofy. Did. I mean, well, like the Russian well, one is the mirror with a bunch of rockets and shit yeah. on it. Well, they're supposed to be, you know, they're supposed to look like just regular space stations and they, stuff. That's what they look like. They were just goofy. modular satellites yeah. that had rockets strapped to them and lasers and shit. <laughs> it's and this great. is my favorite part of the movie. I laughed for a solid like ten minutes <laughs> easily. You, you were just, just the most delighted human being I've seen in a long time. I'm Starting you, to laugh you about just it now. Tickled to death. <laughs> well, this stupid George W. Bush fucking spacecraft yeah. has its little cannons on booms that slide out, and it yes. kind of looks like arms waving <laughs> with guns on them, and mm-hmm. and they start fucking shit up. <laughs> they fuck shit up. Yep. 
They, in, play, in, they play the Ride of the Valkyries yeah. and just start gunning down that, space Nazis. That is the not, kind of shit that the premise of this movie yeah, promised me. Exactly. Yeah. It was fucking mm-hmm. beating the shit out of space Nazis right. with some cowboyed up <laughs> space vehicle yeah. named after the fucking idiot president <laughs> and you're not just like saying that they play you know playing ride of the valkyries no, they do they yeah. literally play ride of the valkyries yes. they, they cop a lot of notes of you know little little bits of certain pieces of music yeah. that kind of tie in mm-hmm. yeah um they even crib a little bit from one of the songs from dark side of the moon mm-hmm. at some point yeah but, fucking beating the shit out of nazis with the their own, their own music yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and meanwhile meanwhile Vivian, the uh campaign manager slash general slash whatever at this point all she cares about is killing Adler. Right. Because, because they didn't have sex. Yeah, because he wouldn't have sex with her. <laughs> right. You know, she's angry. she's stabbed a picture of him and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But at the same time, you've got Washington and uh Renate have run, you know, have run up to upstate New York. <laughs> To get into the spaceship to go back, mm-hmm. so that he can be unwhited, and <laughs> they're the, just going the back. To, they're just going back. That's not. They're going back to to break the goddamn ring. Yeah, sure. yeah, because they know that there's worse shit coming. Yeah, if they, if they don't do what they need to do, but yeah. So and then she convinces him to go back because yeah, he can be black again. Yeah, because yeah, being white has not worked out well for him. Not the best part. No, the, the whole crazy hobo thing wasn't working for him. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, he looked like homeless Kenny Rogers. Mm-hmm. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so they get back up there and they're you know running around the uh, what? What's the name of that thing? The goddamn ring. The Gatadamarung. Yeah. Gatadamarung. Pardon my yeah. pronunciation. All those. Yeah, because crazy scientist plugs in the iPad and it launches and mm-hmm. it's we... just basically like a third of the moon blows up to, yeah. to get this, I mean, this thing thing's out. Freaking huge. Yeah, because you know, the Americans nuke. The uh, swastika base. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Which then the movie takes this dumbass turn where it's just like, but there's women and children down there, ma'am. And it's just like, fuck you, we're Americans, bomb that shit. And then it's all slow-mo like, where like yeah, women and children Nazis. are getting killed. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, now we're supposed to feel bad for the Nazis? I don't, come on, movie, stop this. Yeah, it's, it's humanity, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, again, tonal problems. Yeah. It's like in, in the middle of this ass kicking, it's like, oh, look what we've done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is like, honestly, like the space battle is Dope. among the closer things you're going to get to an actual like Star Wars space battle. Yeah. Because they, I mean, it's the they best very, thing ever filmed. Yeah. They very clearly, <laughs> they very clearly ape some stuff from that. <laughs> but, yes. Best thing ever filmed. The space Nazi Zeppelins. Dude, fighting retrofitted gear and the George W. Bush. Tell me I'm wrong. Am I wrong? No. No. You're you're a little wrong. A little wrong. You're not a lot wrong, but you're a little wrong. Listeners, call in and tell BJ he's wrong, please. (laughs) Come up with specific examples. His ego is writing checks. But yeah, but you've got in the middle of like, you're like, yes, finally. And then, you know, you're supposed to feel bad because they're nuking the civilians, which, you know. Nazi civilians. Yeah, Nazi civilians, but (laughs) anyway. Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, but then, then you know, they blow that up, and then the giant ship takes off, which right. just dwarfs everything that they've got. Yeah. And the design of that thing is pretty fucking sweet. It's insane. I mean, it's very steampunky, but there's also, like, I mean, there's a big ring on the top, and it's got all these gears that are rotating yeah. this giant 
looks just fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, it's a it's like really a cool giant, looking design. Giant, giant pocket watch. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. big guns. Yeah, except turned inside out. Yeah. It's like look at all mm-hmm. this shit. Which is probably what they did. They just opened up a pocket watch and make that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Adler's driving it. Mm-hmm. And he, <laughs> it has giant cannons, and they're like, well, we can't use them because we're not on the other side of the moon yet. And he's like, fuck it. Yeah. Change yeah. the horizon. Right. Yeah. So, so they he literally blows thing. a hole in the moon so, he so that he has a better shot at Earth. A chunk out of the moon, fair enough. Yeah. 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 And everyone's just like, oh, no. They've blown up the moon. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, because at this point you're like, what is his plan? Is he going to blow up the Earth? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think so. It's yeah, I think, kinda, I think that was it, which isn't great because then all you've got is your dumbass spaceship powered by an iPad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's not going to last much longer. We'll always have the moon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, we have a little bit less of it. Some of the moon has been nuked, and you blew a chunk out of you know the the downtown gotta, section. <laughs> But well, I was across the street. That wasn't necessarily <laughs> oh, the other like, side of the tracks. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. they were improving the view. Right. Yeah. Yes. Put up some condos. Yeah, but <laughs> but you've you've got the Nazi chick and Washington running around. Washington has found the scientist and yes. you know gets in a fight with him. Well, he clobbers him with a giant cartoon wrench. Yes. <laughs> which giant doesn't kill wrench. this old man for no, some reason. No. no, it should. But it no, doesn't. and she is just trying to sneak to get to to Adler to kill him. And she comes up with the best plan ever. And her plan. <laughs> The best like, fucking Chuck plan ever. As much joy as BJ got out of the space battle with the giant Zeppelins, Chuck got more joy out of the gag that they do. Where she comes to, she comes around a corner, and there's a sign that oh, says, yeah. "Okay, yeah." I was thinking in about case, the thing, like how she actually takes care of him, but no, first, no, no. In yes. case, what does it say? In case of patriotic emergency, it just in 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 case of inspiration, yeah, break glass. Oh yeah, in case of emergency, break glass for inspiration. Right. Yeah. So she breaks the glass and pulls up the uh, you know the huge lever, <laughs> and it starts playing the Nazi anth- you know the German national anthem. Yes. Which and everyone <laughs> on the ship stops and salutes. Mm-hmm. And just stands Everyone, there, including the scientist who was busy beating up Washington. <laughs> yep, the guys flying the ship, and everybody. that allows Washington to get the drop on him. And then all and, the dudes and are. She just walks right by yeah. all the guys saluting. Right, and so all the dudes driving Adler- the ship. <laughs> Adler's just screaming at him like, "No, it's a false alarm! Stop <laughs> saluting!" <laughs> and they're all just so committed to it, they won't stop. <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of like almost See, what I would expect out of like a comedy Big Brother movie. Sure. Where, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so fucking it's stupid. Wacky but, hijinks. But they don't, Nazi edition. they don't hit you over the head with it. It's just a quick shot of the sign, and she pulls the lever, and the anthem starts playing, and they all just stop and salute. And that's why the other <laughs> stuff is so frustrating. I know. Because there's so much good, funny stuff in here. Yeah. And then, but there's so much not. Yeah. It's wildly uneven, yeah. but this thing. Yeah, because scene, what happens Jesus. right after that? Because she finally gets up to Adler. Oh no, no, don't don't say what happens after that is is bad because oh. that's fucking great too. <laughs> it's fucking dumb, but it's great. <laughs> she gets up there and is going to shoot him, and and he he basically gets the drop on her, gets mm-hmm. the gun, he and he's going to shoot her. Steam. And she's like, "Well, you were going to be, you know, you were supposed to be the the mother of the Fuhrer's children, right?" You know, then she does the kind of sucking up to him thing. And she's like, well, yeah, you're my Fuhrer now, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of, they're walking around in a circle. And meanwhile, she's looked up and seen a light fixture that's blown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eventually <laughs> says, no you know, you'll, you'll always be my Fuhrer. I Salutes su- him. Yeah, I salute you. I salute you. <laughs> 
he salutes back and smacks his hand directly into the light fixture, electrocuting himself. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I, I. I have no words for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's better than what actually kills him. Yeah, because he. This, <laughs> Doesn't kill him. No. And he starts grabbing at her and chasing at her, and she's, you know, throwing the controls so the thing is starting to crash. Right. And he yanks both her boots off, Mm -hmm. like trying to claw at her, you know, doing the whole scrabbling around on the floor thing. And she just turns around and swings one of the heels, bam, right in the forehead. Yeah. Yep. Single white Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. And then he (laughs) staggers around while Here Comes the Bride plays a little bit on the soundtrack. Which makes no sense. It's very... Because they were supposed to be wed. No, but... But it no, makes no sense in the context no. of what just happened. Here None. comes a bride, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it But he stumbles around sense. for a while before... Finally, finally falling collapsing. Down. Yeah, and that's it. With with the boot just sticking out of his forehead. <laughs> right. The only way you, you... Girls, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you've stabbed a dude with your stiletto heel, then you immediately look down and you go... You boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Put that in our movie. Take yeah. note. <laughs> yeah, one more thing to yeah. add to the movie. Yeah. And then what's her oh, face yeah. is up on the George W. Bush, like, you know, because the ship basically crashes at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And uh, well, we forgot to say, did we forget to say that uh, Washington yanks the iPad out of the gizmo? He does. He finally yeah. gets it out and gets blown back across the room yeah. movie style. Which mm-hmm. immediately shuts down the goddamn ring. Right. Yep. And the two of them... Like, he gets in an escape pod. I guess she gets in, like, a space motorcycle or something, because you just know. see someone flying off yeah. in a thing, and you're like, oh, that's somebody. Yeah, it's really confusing. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, because eventually they get back. They yeah, well, she wa- she escapes and goes back to the place, which is all blown up, and, like, everyone's gathered in her classroom. Yeah. And they're like, what do we do now? And she's talking, and then... Well, they try to salute her. Right. And she's like, no, no stop that shit. No. Never again. Never again. Never Before forget. we get to this. All right, sir. Cut back to the UN. Right. Oh, yes. With Palin and company all like, all right, sweet. You know, it's, you know, the, the the campaign manager has called back and said, hey, it's it's good. That thing crashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all good. And somehow I, I, I someone do. tells her, you know, oh, that she, well, I, I like that. The first thing she tries to do is she tries to get a high five from the secretary of defense. She's like, high five, bro. <laughs> yeah, and he just looks at her like, no. What? All right. Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but then they find out about the helium three somehow. Right. Like someone mentions, and she doesn't even know what the what yeah, she doesn't even know what it is. Big old yeah. tanks over here, <laughs> and, and helium three. And the Secretary of State basically tells Palin, he's like, "This could power the U.S. for a thousand years, and we wouldn't depend on anybody else." Yeah, and she's like, and she it's turns ours. around and goes, "Yeah, it's that's <laughs> <Dude>. ours." <laughs> yeah. Everyone else says, "Fuck you, it's not." Mm-hmm. And suddenly, a huge fist fight. Ensues a oh, crazy the fist room. fight. It might be a Donnybrook. That's a Donnybrook. Yeah, it's it a is crazy Donnybrook. Which but I like that the Secretary of State just decides he says what he has to say and then just decides to jump the table and get yeah. in it. But I mean, he <laughs> looks right in the camera to yeah. her and just says, "Protect that. It's ours." Yeah, and she's like, "Well, what are we supposed to do?" She's like, "Fight everyone." Right. Donnybrook breaks out in the room. Super slow mo time as like a weird bastardized version of the American National Anthem starts to play. It's like lyrics from it, but fucked up and not sung right. It's yeah. 
I don't know. You know there it? are other verses to the Star Spangled Banner. It yeah, might, but it's, it's it not might, that. Yeah, it it's not. No, it's, it's a not. song called uh, America done by the but Leibach. Yeah, I think. okay. But it's just like this weird mutated version of our song, and it's just like, yeah. okay, I sort of understand what she's doing here, Star but Banner. I get it. It's just not well done. Because, I mean, no. like the one slow-mo shot of the dude getting punched is yeah. pretty sweet. Sure. But then there's and like a dude of a, yeah, a shot of a dude flying through the air for a long time. Yeah. And then it's like pulling his jacket off. Yeah. And then they cut to the ships where yeah, and all the ships what, are fighting each other. Well, it deflates the fun of that scene because it's so jarring to cut to all of a sudden all the ships are fighting each other. <laughs> and like the, and Japanese, the Japanese ship, ship is kamikazing is... itself into other ships. And, you know, the mirror is blowing up the George W. Bush. And but back, yeah, and, but they've got this music that's like somber and yeah, you shouldn't be enjoying this music. Right. It's like, OK, now the space fun is tragic. And it's right. just like. All right, movie. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, well, like all that happens, and then it comes back to the to the classroom. Right now, Washington shows up, black again. What's up, baby? Yeah, <laughs> drinking the what was it? The deionization or whatever. The, I don't no, know. The de-albanizer. Yeah, yeah, the de-albanizer. de-albanizer formula, which is just in like an alcohol. Yeah, thing. it's in like just a like jar. A, yeah, right? it's in like a fifth bottle. Or right, whatever. but yeah. Um, and then he, you know, yeah, gets, I mean, start, gets to her, kisses her, like you know, classic movie style. Yeah, but he's got like the giant, like his either because he got shocked by the iPad. Yeah. He's got a giant fro, yeah. and he's got. And his beard the, I mean, is he black looks like Doctor J in the mid seventies. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. he is because he's a tall dude yeah. too. Well, and she's little. Yeah, yeah. And one lady in the back is like, "Are you aware you're kissing a black guy?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's and, sort of the that's sort of the joke to go out on, right? But yet it doesn't because then it the credits start the credits start. But as the credits are starting, you're seeing these these things sort of fly over the earth and impact into it as like a piano note plays, and you're realizing, okay, the, the yeah, earth is nuking everyone, nuking everyone else. Three has yes, started. it and it's just like this is. Yeah, I get and the satire of it, a, but it's not a high note to go out on with in your a darker movie, movie like. Like there, there are two movies in that. There's the fun space Nazis, and yeah. then there's the, you know, scathing dark political right. sort of thing. In the actual scathing dark political movie, when this happens at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. that would actually have been fucking awesome. Sure. Yeah. If you were because making Doctor Strange love, that's yeah, fine. But exactly. Yeah, there's no, there's nobody Nazis riding the, the nuke yeah. down yeah. to the. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if this was like a wag the dog kind of thing, where it's like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. I understand this outcome. That makes sense. That fits with the tone of this movie. But this movie has two different tones, right? And never sticks to one long enough for you to feel comfortable with it. I think that's part of one too many cooks in the kitchen on this thing because every fucking country in the world had a hand in it somehow, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't know. It, it it's not unsettling, but it just leaves you on a note like, oh. Uh. Yeah, yeah, and then the very end of the credits, it finally reaches. It keeps pulling back and pulling back, and it finally reaches Mars. And there's right. a satellite, and there's a satellite around Mars. And you're like, oh, what's on Mars? And, and then, then it just fades to black, and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Russians yeah. maybe. Yeah, you had a chance here, movie, to set up something, but thanks yeah, for not. Doing that's that. all the setup. There'll be like, who knows, Russians from Mars or the red planet, redder mm-hmm. planet. I, get mm-hmm. it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I get who it. knows? But yeah, movie red over. sky. It's all very yeah. strange. It's so strange. But now uh, we get to rate it. Okay. So hard to. I know when this movie started, I was like, "We are in five jocks territory." But there then are several once, points once in the movie go that to, are once they go to Earth, I was like, "Oh my god, we're in bags territory right now." And then you, they get back to space zeppelins, and I'm like, "We're in five jocks territory <laughs> yeah. again." Yeah, and god then, damn, then they've zeppelins. got you know pretentious, feel bad about people getting killed thing, and I'm like, "Uh, kind of dragging it back down again." But I think I'm going three jocks. That's fair. I think I'm going three because there are 
enough awesome scenes and there is enough actual genuine hilarious comedy in this. Yeah. It's just you have to wade through some crap to get there. Yeah. I think for that reason, I'm giving it two jocks. I, I can't go quite as high. I mean, the high moments are really high, but the the broad comedy and the and the, just the weird out of left field satireness of this movie is just doesn't belong. Like, I mean, you don't go to someone and say like, let's make weird, wacky, high concept movie, and then try to make it into a real movie. I, I haven't seen the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, but I don't think they're going to suddenly like throw in the plot points from the Lincoln <laughs> biography movie right. into it. You mm-hmm. know, it's just right. like, here's a stupid concept and we're going to go with it. Yeah, they, th- that's the problem. They don't go with it. Yeah. They, they sometimes go with it a lot and then sometimes they don't. It's like we didn't even mention the scene where they go and see the actual great dictator. And right. that's oh, when the yeah. chick comes out and she's like, oh, God, that's pretty much when she officially turns. And yeah. She's like, I was so wrong. Right. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I love that. The, plus, plus no, that was like, a great joke when yeah. he walks out. God because, damn, that was long. Because, well, yeah, because that was up, some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, and they throw up they throw up the, the silent movie card. It was like 125 minutes later, and they walk out. It was like, Jesus, <laughs> that, was, that was long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they make the joke like, boy, he, he could have edited that down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think three jocks is accurate. I, I BJ's joy is worth a jock just for... Just for that ten straight minutes of you giggling, um, the uh, the emergency national anthem alarm is worth one, and the the salute into the thumbs up is worth another one. So uh, I can I can forgive the flaws for at least three things from this movie. I will keep with me for forever. The 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 two the emergency national alarm and the salute into the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Those are. S- those feel like such like wonderful Mel Brooks moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of Southland tales yep. feel in this movie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Cause I was thinking that, and it, it just kind of came when actually, when you were talking about your rating, I was like, Oh it's, God, this reminds me a lot of the, I remember thinking that during the movie, but when it's a Southland tale crap. Yeah. That, that really it doesn't take itself nearly as seriously. It, it more points than Southland tales. Well, it doesn't help that Southland Tales is like two and a half, three hours long. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. And you didn't have to read six graphic novels to, right. to, exactly. to understand what the hell was <laughs> happening. Right. All, all we needed was 12 years of American public schooling mm-hmm. to get all the good Nazi backstory we needed. <laughs> yes. Um, but I kind of want to give it a four because of the joy I had with the fucking space battles. You had a lot of joy. And, and the great, just um, really, really good production design the costuming and the sets and the cg all of it was just fan fucking tastic mm-hmm. for the most part um but the shitty parts really sucked <laughs> uh so i'm only going to give it a three but it's a a three that means i want to see it again at I would some watch point. it again i would watch it again at some point and i'm going I, to I make think, somebody watch this with me yeah i think it's i yes grab a friend and and sit down with them and watch go, Iron Sky together. On, let's watch this. And let's enjoy the good parts and make fun of the bad parts. I, I hate to harp, and it's one last little point, but I, I couldn't help but the whole time going like, this is everything that FDR American Badass didn't bother trying to do. That was like goofy concept that they just fucking went with and didn't feel the need to make any kind of message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid and stays stupid. Well, but. I just think different countries, different sensibilities. Sure, I mean, sure, this sure. almost essentially is a foreign film. I would like to see... 
I don't want to be, you know, rah-rah America about it. I would like to see an American take on this because we can be just as big of a dicks to ourselves as anybody else. We mm-hmm. can, we, fact, we can sometimes certainly, we're better. yes, we can certainly do all that Sarah Palin crap and we could probably stick to the concept a little better and not make it unpleasant that we nuke ourselves at the end and that they're there are now you know yeah, homeless I'm, nazi moon i don't know i <laughs> just i think satire is such they're a hard homeless. thing to do these days i mean we're t- we're already too cynical that satire almost doesn't work uh, you know yeah. just generally yeah. speaking or too yeah. dumb well, possibly there are yeah. plenty of people who don't understand satire i just I, I i just i feel like you can if take i tried to make stuff you know i don't it feels like Someone who didn't live the political climate that we live through mm-hmm. can't quite make that sort of political stuff and make it work correctly because it just comes off as wrong. Like, you know, I may know I know a little bit about British politics, but I'm sure as hell I'm not going to write a movie satirizing it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, queen. You know, it feels like what yeah. this is, is it's like, well, yeah, we got this little cnn bbc version of what sarah penguin was and what american politics is like and right you know it's like that's not that's not what it is yeah but i mean ultimately that sarah palin stuff didn't even bother me that that was not the most egregious comedic it bothered me just because it wasn't funny well it it wasn't funny but it's not like she that character as much of a cartoon as it could have been she was not Mm. i mean she was she was she wasn't as out there as as like, space Nazis. <laughs> well, yeah, well, like she wasn't as out there as like Tina Fey's Sarah Palin is sure a bigger caricature of Sarah Palin than this was. Yeah. I mean, if if 20 years from now, if no one knew who Sarah Palin was and watched this movie, they would just think, OK, it's sort of a yeah. silly rednecky. Pretty sure it's not going to take that long. <laughs> well, <laughs> she, she's and it doesn't help that it feels dated though. already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it does date it. That's true. She's so. already fading from memory. When did this movie get released, by the way? Uh, well, yeah, I know, year. but when in 2012? Like in April? Yeah. In April? But it, oh, not well, in the U.S. Okay. Like in the yeah. in foreign countries. It didn't play here. Yeah. So I, I think she was still at least somewhat on, because the election cycle was grinding away. Yeah, and, but in a year from now, as like people discover this movie, they're going to be yeah. like, oh yeah, Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, this is one that might actually play better quickly. in a few years. Yeah, when you don't have that recent... Like, okay, let's get yeah. past this. So, yeah. Right. All let's, right. Let's move so, on yeah. to the second half time, shall we? Second half right. time. Let's do it. All right, and welcome back. Hey, hey. Bamcast, second hey. half, half number two, hey. uh, two Again. of two. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty good. So, yeah, who's yeah. got stuff? Not me. All right. All I did was watch. It's always sunny in Philadelphia all week. Okay. Hey, you guys pursu- watch some TV? Yeah, a noble pursuit. I watched that Manhunters episode. Like uh, the way yes. that she eats the sandwich is pretty fucking sweet. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I like never noticed it before. And if only you were here last week, we could have talked about this. Oh, yeah. really? Why? We didn't record last week. I don't know. We all hung out and chatted about the show. Oh, we're, yeah. we're talking. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Wait, did someone turn on a mic? I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Oh, shit. God, who edited it? I if don't it went up. No. Man. 
podcast elves. Mysteries. <sighs> I didn't see anything, actually. Okay. I was in a cabin in the woods. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. I was in a literal cabin in the woods. Were there on the mermen? side of a mountain. <laughs> what? Were there mermen? Did you read the Latin? What? Did, did spoilers? Maybe. I don't know. Not really. Okay. <laughs> mermen. Mermen. Ethel. No. So what have you guys been doing? It's always sunny. How is it? it? It's fucking great. Fucking it, great. It's one of those shows that gets better as it builds upon itself. Mm-hmm. Like as, as they keep following the slow and painful disintegration of these people's lives and keep and the especially like the the surrounding characters, not necessarily the main characters. Um Cricket. Like yeah, like Cricket Cricket. Um it and they keep making references and calling back to those sorts of things it just keeps getting funnier and funnier and funnier and funnier for me and i think i'm almost at the end of what is available on netflix which kind of makes me a little sad oh man oh dear yeah just past the boat episode which is one of my favorites of all time yeah. when the gang buys a boat mm-hmm. that's good well steve winwood yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wacky inflatable flailing tube arm man mm-hmm. this guy's got some moves yeah but uh yeah i've watched some movies what did you watch? Uh, I watched the Lupa. 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 Yeah. It was one of my big regrets of 2012 movies that I hadn't watched, and so I fixed it. Yeah, I need to see that. Watching that movie. How is it? I really, really like that movie. Fuck, I need to see Looper. Um, The only thing that's a little weird in it is, obviously, they went to Bruce Willis, and they were like, hey, uh, we need to make you and JGL look a little more alike, and he's like, nah, not doing that. <laughs> so they prosthetic up Joseph Gordon-Levitt a little bit to make him look a little bit more like Bruce Willis. He's creepy looking. Yeah, it's kind of weird looking. <laughs> huh. Like he's got thicker eyebrows and he's got slight forehead prosthetics, I think. It's just, it's it's not like he looks totally different, but he looks weird. Different enough. Different enough. Considering yeah. you see him in every movie ever. Yes. <laughs> Are we but, calling um, him JGL, by the way? Uh, uh, jiggle. Yeah. Sure. Jiggle. 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 We'll call him Jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> Jiggle. I really like the the future that they've created for this movie. Um, even though you don't spend a lot of time in the future per se. I mean, the whole movie is in the future, right? Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, it's it's like I think Near it's future. A, I, I think it's like twenty forty is like where the like the Joseph Gordon Levitt area takes place, and then there's kind of the mythical future of beyond that where they super invent, future as opposed to the real future <laughs> of twenty forty. Well, I'm just saying, like they they don't really show you the future, like Bruce, where Bruce Willis comes from, very much at all. Oh, okay. Um, it's just like spoilers. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? No, <laughs> I haven't. Okay, I know nothing about this. Oh, except for that, it's called Lupa. Lupa. Okay, and it's got JGL and, and Jiggle. Bruce Jiggle. Willis. It's got Jiggle and Bruce Willis. <laughs> Jiggle and Willis. Will and, and the and the BW. <laughs> yes. No, Jiggle and the Bruno. <laughs> Yes, that's their new that's their new buddy cop yeah, movie. Yeah, Jiggle and the Bruno. But um, I, I really like the future that they've created, where the guns and things that they use. Um, the the loopers use a gun and they call Loop it a blunderbuss. Why? Uh, because it shoots they random do. shit out of it. Okay. No, because it's like this oh. giant big ass shotgun that's only good for like fifteen feet. It'll oh. kill anything within fifteen feet, and then it becomes extremely inaccurate. Sweet. And then so the, and like the uh, and the rest of the guys like. Most of the bad guys either carry a blunderbuss or they carry a gat, which is basically this giant honking like Smith and Wesson pistol that they actually really did make at one point in time. But it's like eight pounds. It's not like the, you know, the the five hundred Magnum, but it's something equally crazy, large <laughs> mm-hmm. gun. Mm-hmm. And this one guy like actually learned how to twirl this like five to eight pound gun thing. So good job. 
But yeah, I mean, it's just Some it's strong it, forearms. Yeah, it's it's a pretty neat future that they've created where like kind of everyone's obsessed with 20th century style and stuff. Sure, that's easy. And um, but yeah, like but they actually go to the point of like retrofitting the cars where they're like driving. It looks like kind of like a shitty future where we've gone through something, but they don't really bother to explain what because they're still kind of driving mostly cars from nowadays but they're retrofitted with some sort of like they've got solar panels all over them and stuff and the thing running to the gas tank sounds like the in time future kind of okay yeah a little bit hmm. but uh it's like let's just put some pipes on these cars and now they're from the future but this this looks like <laughs> this looks pretty practical it doesn't oh. look like we're just doing this to make shit look weird i see um yeah and it's just it's a very very well written story very you know the, the time travel bit is handled really interestingly hmm. and i there's a bunch of people in it that i didn't realize cuz i mean they really they were just like, hey, it's Joseph Gordon-Levin and Bruce Willis. Go yeah, see Emily this movie. Blunt. Yeah, I, did, well, I don't think I, I don't even, didn't even know she was I in know it. She was in it. Yeah. yeah, Emily Blunt's in it. Jeff Daniels is in it. Paul Dano's in it. What? Man. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. So That's at the top of my rental list. It's really good. Whether I'll get to watch it. Yeah, I might have to watch it this tell. weekend because I just have to watch it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Make time. Okay. Make, make time, time for Lupa. Lupa, make time for it. Yeah, I just, you know when when somebody does a, a, a time travel movie well, it's that's very interesting to me when they actually bother to map it all out and go, yeah, if this happens, then this can't happen, and you know sure. think about paradoxes and that's crazy. all that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What else did you see? Uh, I also saw the two Titans movies. I saw a Clash of the Titans a, a couple weeks ago, oh. and I think I mentioned that I was going to wait until I saw the second one before I talked about them. Yeah. But then I watch Wrath of the Titans 2. Wrath of the Titans 2? Yes. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Well, actually, that's what it would be called in Italy. Oh, because uh-huh. the first one was called Wrath of the Titans. Yes. I get it. Well, I get the it. Italians have no word for Clash. Sure. <laughs> they don't? Yeah. No. That's actually where they came up with the title for this. They were like, hey, let's call this over here. Hmm. Let's call that this. But uh, yeah, no, I actually kind of like, I don't have a, like a super soft spot for the original 80s, you know, Harry Hamlin one. Uh, you know, I, I like it, but Chuck's it's not like in a face. It's not, you know, like, I mean, I, I like it and I watched it a lot as a kid. Yeah, I just, it's not like one of those ones where, you know, it's not like if someone said like, I'm going to make remake ET or something and I'd be like, fuck you. I'll, I will hunt you down and murder you. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> the, you heard the, it here first. the clash of the Titans remake did not offend. Me. No, it was exactly. like, yeah, it's due. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, uh, yeah, okay, do this. It's uh, you do it. All right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like that. They just dismissed that bird. <laughs> that that was a dumb joke, and it doesn't really get any better in the second one when they decide to make another joke about it. Mm-hmm. Oh God damn it! Um, <laughs> but yeah, I actually ended up liking the first one better, contrary to what Mackie said. Like, I really? I, I, th- I think the first one is too long. Like, I, it just like by the time it was over, I was like, just fucking end, fight yeah. the damn kraken, and <laughs> unleash it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all know you're going to <laughs> right. So I mean, it's just like, but it felt like it felt like Greek mythology in that one. You know, like the second one is feels like the decline of Greek mythology and like mm, gods yeah. aren't really like doing crazy shit for the most part. They're like, oh, people don't believe in us anymore and we're losing our powers. And, you know, that's like kind of the, the thing that's going on in that they do one. some pretty crazy shit they by do, the end of that movie. No, they, they do. I'm just saying like, it just, I mean, there were there are 3D animators. They're just like, we're begging you. Let us do this. Sure. Sure. No, I'm not saying that. It's just like it, it just for the most of the movie, it feels like they, they try to scale back some of that stuff by yeah by you know like making it this like decline of the of the greek mythology world mm-hmm. and um so in that way i like the first one better 
is the Minotaur scene in the first or the second one? That's in the second one. Yeah, because that's the only one that I remember being like, this one doesn't work. No, it doesn't. That I mean, scene's not good. I knew it was coming just because they are talking about going into a labyrinth. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, if you know, if you read anything, you know the Minotaur is coming. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, like the way they handle the labyrinth is just weird and confusing. Like the labyrinth basically operates like Cube from the movie mm-hmm. Cube. It's like, what, what the hell is going <laughs> yeah. on here? Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then... The fight is not satisfying at all. No. The, the, the actual Minotaur yeah. fight? No, that was, like, super lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Cyclops fight but, and things like that. Some of the, I mean, this is, They're good stuff in both of them. the thing is, to me, like, the first battle that they have, like, the first action scene of that movie is better than anything in the first movie, I thought. Yeah, I mean, it's a little confusing as to why and what is happening, like, why it's happening, but mm-hmm. it's filmed well. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and is good in that way. Um. Yeah, I just—I mean, they're both fun little movies. I mean, I wouldn't say either one of them is a classic or anything, but I don't know. I just—I I think I end up a lot of things you were saying about the second one. I actually felt about the first one. Like I thought the the characters were a lot more interesting in the first one. Like they actually bothered to kind of give his little party some personality. You know, they not mm. a lot of backstory, but it was just like, okay, it's that guy, and oh, there's that mm. guy, there's that wacky guy, guy. From Casino Royale, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like at least there was like a little bit of that and. Second one was just like all he had was his other demigod friend, and then the queen who was recast. Yeah. That was that, you know that was like it for his traveling companions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know I like the redhead chick from the first one better. So mm-hmm. that's just me, who was sorely underused in Quantum of Solace. Yeah, true. But yeah, and I don't know they're they're both fun. Like I, if you're bored and you want some CGI mythology, you can do worse. You heard yeah, it here I first. Mean, <laughs> I, I can't. I imagine. still like the second one. Better, I can't imagine. Yeah. Did you go see the second one in three D? I did. God, I, I watching that movie in two D. I was like, this. I think would give me a goddamn headache. Like, I mean, it did really didn't do the like hold the camera still at all for three D stuff. Mm, not really. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's still. It was. Yeah. I seem to remember it being okay. Okay. Like it did just added depth. It wasn't anything spectacular. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Which seems to be like the way three D actually is good is when it's like, yeah, it added some depth. It's about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, otherwise it's like, fuck 3d. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Like someone pointed out in the trivia section that all three Titans movies have had a bond girl in them in some way. Yep. There was Ursula Andrus in the original one, Jim, Jim Atherton and the clash of the Titans. And then uh Rosamund Pike and in, mm-hmm. <laughs> in wrath. Yeah. It's like, just some kind of weird running thing. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy so coincidence. Look for Olga Kurylenko in the fourth one. <laughs> Tanya Roberts. <laughs> no, don't look for Tanya Roberts. As Medusa's mother. <laughs> so, emails. We're going to catch up on some emails. All right. Hit us. We've only done a few recently, but we got some, uh, got some backlog. I would like to hear backlog emails. Speaking of backlog, first one's called Birth of the Bag. Backlog listening. Bag. This one's from James. I don't know where he's from, but he's James. Hey, James. He says, greetings, Bamfcasters. Hey, Jimmy Bond. Oh, here we go. James from Washington State here. He's from Washington State. That's what I hear. That's the word on the street. (laughs) I just recently listened to episode 12 of the Bamfcast, the Twilight Screening, or as I started calling it, the birth of the bag. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) while I have never actually seen Twilight, I find myself in a fairly unique position of knowing someone who was an extra in it. My brother ended up working a couple of weeks in a remote Oregon town called Corbett, where some of the school scenes of the movie were filmed. Since then, I've heard a few stories that bear mention. 
First, he is visible sitting behind Robert Pattinson playing with an orange in a cafeteria scene. Neat. Oh, that scene. <laughs> I remember that scene. Actually, Actually I yeah. don't. No. Orange man. Secondly, due to some conversation, Robert Pattinson nicknamed my brother Studley, and he would call him Kid Who Dies at the End of Harry Potter 4 in response. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, and probably best of all, my brother unknowingly tried to hit on Kristen Stewart between scenes before she was called on set and he recognized her. Why did he stop? I mean, other than the fact Probably that she's a plank she, of wood. Yeah, she gave him a blank look. Oh, and he was spoken in monotone. This is are my you, happy face. Are you an actual person? Or like, <laughs> and he just reaches up and taps on her forehead. <laughs> she blinks once and then shuffles off towards the set. Blink once for yes. <laughs> Blink twice for yes. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Sorry to dredge up that which shall not be named, but I thought you guys might get a kick out of it. Crash and burn, James. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. Next time, tell your brother to punch Robert Pattinson. Just because. Eh. I've I, I've actually been seeing some stuff lately that he absolutely positively loathes everything about Twilight except for the money. I believe that to be absolutely true. And he's from the stuff I've seen, he's not really a terrible dude, but he did make those movies. Well, he didn't make them, but he did star in those movies, so he... He does deserve some ire for that. I think. Well, you know how we say people do it for boat money? Mm-hmm. He got, re- like, a regalia money. Yeah. <laughs> like, regatta money. Yeah. He's got a fleet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he could just yeah. have, like, all I the boats. He did it for Admiral money. I don't, <laughs> blame that, I don't blame that dude at all. Admiral Pattinson. You know, he was in a movie, seas. and every teenage girl in the country wants to have sex with him, and he's making a boatload of money. Pretty good gig if you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't have turned it down. Yeah. He's still punchable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean fuck. Yeah, Harrison part- Ford hates the Star Wars movies. Well, that's because I guess he's He's maybe weird, a, but he's gone crazy. <laughs> Even though he's like, I'll do him again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Have you seen Cowboys and Aliens? I'll do it again. Oh, God. All right. Next up is Jay. He says, Eating Raul. Thoughts? I'm not hungry. Thank you. Hey, Banffcast crew. Jay from California here. And I was wondering what your thoughts are on the film Eating Raul. I don't think it's Banffcast material as it got a Criterion Collection release. Yeah, no. But I'm looking for other people's thoughts on the film to help me get my thoughts about the film in order. Thanks in advance. And I just wanted to let you know that the iPhone 5 sounds like the big rig horn when it vibrates when resting on a wooden surface, and that makes me think of you. <laughs> Crash and burn, J out, sent from my Game Boy printer. You know, specifically because of that email, I actually went and made a custom ringtone that sounds even more like a semi, or a custom vibration that sounds more like a semi, it's like a, you know. Very you, nice. you can make a custom vibration on the iPhone. Hey, how about that? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Oh, yeah. So whenever you guys call, it, the vibration is very semi-horn-like. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. You could just have a ringtone of an actual semi-horn. I could do going. that, too. Mar, mar. I could have the combo, because it would ring and vibrate. Oh, man. There you go. That would be the best. Mm-hmm. You can get the timing down on that. Yes. Have any of us seen Eating Raul? No. Raul. Sorry, no. No, me neither. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I just wanted to say it because of the 18-wheeler phone thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, someone will watch that movie one day. Stay tuned for yeah when that is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm aware of it, yeah, especially I, because the two lead characters show up at the beginning of Chopping Mall. Yeah. Which is weird. What is... Okay, I'm now I'm confused. What is this movie? Uh, this is not the movie I thought it was at all. What do you think it was? I don't know. Something more artsy than... It's Something that would be a crossover to Chopping Mall. Not artsy. Oh, okay. No. I mean, it's sort of indie darling-ish, but it's, you know, it's made of that Roger Corman ilk. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, well, before you go, like, saying if it's got a Criterion release, it's obviously a masterpiece of a film. The Rock and Armageddon both yeah. have Criterion collections. I was going to say, Criterion, sometimes they just want to make some money. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But are you saying there's something wrong with The Rock or Armageddon? They're not films. <laughs> not in the traditional sense of, like, <laughs> oh, movies, but not films. Yes. Oh, I, I don't know. I think that's what he's going They're for. They're not Criterion I... collection, like... They're not on the same page as like eight and a half and you know two thousand one and like you know things that we'll be studying the future for. I don't know. No, come on, you come on. (laughs) Fucking the Rock, (laughs) the Rock, dude. There's only one movie in Nicolas Cage's catalog that will have restudied as a film. The Wicker Man. No, (laughs) it's Raising Arizona, sir. Knowing, knowing. Next. Yeah, next, dude. We haven't watched a cage in a while. We need, we need to watch a cage. Okay. It's come up a couple times where we almost watched a cage. I think then... it's time for Snake Eyes. We can do Snake Eyes. He's got a new one out. Came out this week. Yeah. It's the Taken ripoff. Stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Borrowed. <laughs> Borrowed without asking. Lended. <laughs> my neighbor still has my lawnmower. <laughs> Oh my god! I have a certain set <laughs> yeah. of yard equipment. It is directed by Simon West. <laughs> That's very bad for people like you. That could be good. Oh, okay. So, just put, saying. Put the lawnmower back in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. This is Mike from Pittsburgh. All right, hey Mike. Hey, what's up, Mike? Mike says William Peterson movies. What's up? <laughs> okay. Hi, BMFs. Hi. <laughs> I love eighties movies. Mostly, Word, brother. Mostly because of the music. Oh, yeah. But not just the cock rock and training montage anthems. I especially like when a movie takes itself deadly seriously about tough guys doing tough things in a tough world. But the soundtrack is nothing but synth pop. Mm. Apparently during this era, the only music available was synth pop. Mm-hmm. And filmmakers were in a constant struggle to find any music at all that would be appropriate for manly action. So these end up being the most dated movies in film history. I think of these as William Peterson movies, because William Peterson stars in two of the best examples, Manhunter and To Live and Die in L.A. Can you recommend any other movies of this type, or should I just watch all 111 episodes of Miami Vice? Regards, Mike from mm. Pittsburgh. I should probably watch all 111 episodes I would certainly of Miami watch the Vice. pilot of Miami Vice. Fucking pilot of Miami Vice oh, is yeah. fucking badass. Yeah. Um, I, I think any excuse to watch all 111 episodes of Miami Vice is a good excuse to watch sure. all 111 episodes yeah. of Miami do, Vice. Do you need an excuse? Well, that show kind of goes off the rails at the end, but it oh, no, goes off get, the like, rails at the end. When you get evil tubs? Come on, man. Yeah, and when Crockett goes undercover, what's his face, and then gets blown up, and then yeah. and then is convinced he's yeah. his undercover ego. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Fucking Miami Vice. Yeah. You guys have apparently watched a lot more Miami Vice. Oh, I watched ever. every fucking episode oh, of Miami dude. Vice. That show's badass. But, um, but you hate Michael Mann. Michael Mann on TV is okay. okay. And the movie I'm going to talk about is Michael Mann, and it's okay. Uh, the Keep. I basically, look up Vangelis and just any soundtrack they did in the 80s. Oh, yeah. You could watch that movie. Wait, The uh, Keep, the like the German's castle one? Yeah. Like, isn't that got Odo Kieran? <laughs> yeah, I believe it does. Uh, and Ian McKellen, I think. Oh, yeah. Didn't we talk about it at one point? Uh, yeah, I we watched were, it. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it was on instant for a while, I think. Yep. But that thing is wall-to-wall synth music. Just con- That is, like, it, it's it's what you think of, like, 80s music video. It That's it. It's, like, you know, 80s smoke and it, here comes a zombie and yeah. synth music. <laughs> well, not like he's acting like 80s cop, but, I mean, Blade Runner. I mean, yeah. that's wall-to-wall evangelist. Yeah. I'm now thinking... Yeah, just I mean, just wasn't the that. original soundtrack for Legend? Yes, pretty fucking well. Is that terrible too? 
The original was one was Tangerine like Tangerine Dream. Dream. Yeah, Tangerine Dream like, is the other re- one. That, they rescored it on the DVD releases. I well, believe. but that was like the uh, international cut had a James Horner yeah. score to okay. it. Okay, so I was trying score. To was. They're they're different. Uh, but yeah, look up Vangelis and Tangerine Dream. Any soundtracks they did in the eighties, those are probably a safe bet. You're gonna get what you want there. If you want like the weirdest, I mean, you might like it if you like the weird synth pop. But I've always thought it was the most out of place soundtrack ever. Is Lady Hawk? I was about to, I was about to mention yeah. that Lady one. Hop is more poppy that it, yeah, it's, it's the, that, I think that's like the worst soundtrack in history I seriously like, wish they could rescore that <laughs> it, it, that's actually a fairly decent movie the movie's great but man that music kicks in you're like oh this is not right yeah. this is just wrong that needs to be scored and I hate to say it but the princess bride needs to be rescored why that's just straight hmm. up orchestral no 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 what? no like, like 90% of the score in that movie is like a Casio keyboard yeah, but I mean, well, okay, it's sort of midi-ish style, but it's not like it doesn't go to like the crazy synthy poppy thing. Uh, like. No, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying. In addition to, if you're gonna let, let's start this rescoring project, and the first two things that need to be tackled okay. are Lady Hawk and the Princess mm-hmm. Bride. So was it pretty much like Lethal Weapon that ended all that? That was the Smoky Sax slide yeah. guitar, yeah. Era, but like that yeah. kind of like as soon as that hit, like everything did Smoky Sax slide guitar. Yeah, then the Traveling Wilburys started doing every soundtrack. It was some variant of one of them. It's like mm-hmm. Jeff Lynn is now doing the score to this. And <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But then there's some synth pop that's just badass, like fucking Beverly Hills Cop, Axel's theme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, but that's it. That's, that's just the best. Yeah. That's pretty much the ongoing variations of that throughout the whole movie, though, and then pop songs. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, there wasn't like an entire whole soundtrack no. done. Yeah. But se. did you need anything else other than no. that? No. You exactly. just want him sneaking around going boom, 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 If you want a current boom, example, yeah. you just watch Drive. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Burp. <laughs> yeah, Katim Hardison's rap was pretty good. No, not, the, not the good, not the oh. great drive. The good drive. <laughs> oh, the oh, the good drive with the... <laughs> Katim Hardison's rap was pretty good. <laughs> it was. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it was. He was awesome in Drive. I'd like to drive. Speaking of which, I, I <laughs> are you talking about the one where Ryan Gosling yes, raps? Yes, with the little no, kid? he doesn't. No, <laughs> oh, I tried I'm to thinking of the wrong drive. I tried to watch Valhalla Rising, which was a uh, Nicholas Winding Refn's first movie, like move, prior movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough movie to watch, man. Really? Yeah, that it, is just. There's no real human beings in that. <laughs> It's just no heroes. It's heroes. just I mean, like you know, like Drive was like the you know long periods of quiet and then mm-hmm. extreme violence. Yep. This is like longer periods of quiet and then extreme violence and even more extreme violence. Great. I mean, it's just more like, of sweet. everything you love. <laughs> I mean, I got about halfway through and I was just like, I-, I can't do this right now. Like, I don't know why I started this movie. This is not what I need right now. Yeah. I I really want to go back and try to watch it maybe, but oh, hmm. it's rough. It's really rough. rough. Just okay. Looping back to Lupa? yeah, to his original question involving also Manhunter. Uh, can we all agree that Manhunter is better than Red Dragon? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm just. I've had this fight with other people who thought I was fucking crazy. No. What? Manhunter is superior to Red Dragon in every single way. Yeah. I'm just stating that for the record. Yeah, and I mean there are people who prefer. Um, God, what's his what's his name? My mind Hopkins? just fucking blank. Anthony Hopkins? Brian no, Cox. No, Norton? Brian Cox. Oh, over, Brian Cox. Okay. Yeah. Over um, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Which I can see. You know, in that it's a more realistic portrayal. Sure. As opposed to, you know, as what, what how do you describe the Science of the Lambs? He said he was like Hal 
if it was a human being type yeah. thing. I, I just, I don't want to get off on a tangent on it, but I just think Anthony Hopkins in Red Dragon is just playing Anthony Hopkins. Is he? Like, no one told him to be Hannibal Lecter in that well, for some reason. Well, the problem there is you could have had a, one, at least one amazing movie if they just switched directors. Yeah. Like, Hannibal is has a great director and a worse script ever written, I think. And then you've got a good script in Red Dragon slash Manhunter, and you've got Brett fucking Ratner directing it. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Just, yeah. Out of, fat rat. out of one of those two movies, you could have had an amazing movie. You know, yeah. it's just it's so unfortunate. Yeah, I'm curious about that show if it's going to be any good. It's not okay. Thanks. I, I, Thanks I, for clearing that up. It's on NBC, so obviously, yeah, no. even if it is good, it'll be canceled after <sighs> three episodes. Brian Fuller, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop it! Here's my you. You're losing your hero status for me. I'm just sorry. It's happening. No, he tried the fucking monsters show that obviously mm-hmm. didn't work. Oh and yeah, now he's doing Hannibal yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he's just making shitty TV. Good. But getting back to Nicholas Winning Refn, like, uh-huh. is Bronson is great? The, is that the best one of his, or do you think Drive is better? Um, I, Drive's probably a better movie. It's more watchable. I mean, yeah. Bronson is really good, but I don't think I could watch it again. <laughs> See, I can't really felt, go wrong with But Charles I kind of felt Bronson, that way about though. Drive. Yeah, I like Charles Bronson. Really? Like, I liked Drive, but I don't think I ever have the desire to watch Drive again. Hmm. Okay. They redid the soundtrack. Drive again? I think... The sequel? <laughs> I have, the I have, re- I've recommended Drive to people, and they've all come back going, oh my god, Drive was awesome. I don't think I would get the same generally unanimous reaction from Bronson. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people would go like, what the fuck did you just tell me to watch? Well, it doesn't have Ryan Gosling in it being dreamy. Mm. It's got Tom Hardy's Bane hanging out at some points in time. <laughs> Wait, his, his Bane is hanging out? I don't want to watch I, I, that. I think the nomenclature is Tom's Hardy. Oh, okay. So you see my Hardy. <laughs> Stay a while and listen. Check out the 1%. <laughs> oh, stop, stop. I'm going to go now. <laughs> Sorry. Bane jokes. Yeah. We got any more emails or no? What you got? Who else talked to us? What's up? Uh, we got one with a recommendation. This is Raphael from Northeast Pennsylvania. Hey. That's pretty specific. He has recommended that we <laughs> got... No, it's near the Atlantic. He has recommended <laughs> that we watch Cyborg Cop 2. Sure. Skip the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Don't We Always? We ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> we always watch the sequel before we watch the original. Uh, he says, I've been trying to come up with a movie recommendation for you guys, but have only been able to think of stuff that has already been riffed on by the MST3K crew yeah. until now. <laughs> A friend recently suggested I watch Cyborg Cop 2 for its cheese factor, and man, does it deliver. The movie is about a fanny pack-wearing 90s badass federal agent who <laughs> witnesses his partner's death during a hostage rescue. Mm. Afterwards, for some batshit insane reason, the villain responsible is removed from death row and taken away by a secretive organization, who then turn him into a cyborg, only to have him get loose and lead a cyborg rebellion. Whoops. <laughs> Unintentional hilarity ensues as the hero tries to take him down. Oh, and the bad guy's last name is Stark Raven. <laughs> all right then <laughs> you're mad star craven you're off the force yeah. <laughs> adding to the cheesiness stilted acting actors trying to cover up their south african accents oh no a bad synth soundtrack oh, hey there we go all right the sound the cyborgs make when they walk basketball being dribbled on a wooden floor yay the hero's foe steven seagal moves also the movie's budget seems to have gone entirely into blowing stuff up or setting it on fire well stop selling us on this movie dude Full stop. We're going to watch it now. <laughs> there are plenty of explosions as well as stuntmen constantly being thrown through the air. It's like whoever made this thing had a checklist that they went through. Hell, there's even some boobies. Yay. Boobies are good. 
I wasn't able to find this on any streaming service or Amazon, but watch the whole thing on YouTube. The sound levels are weird. By the way, at 116.55, something momentous happens. He wrote that in all caps. <laughs> so whatever it is, Make it's momentous. Watch this turkey. I think you guys will have fun with it. I have two notes about this movie. The first is that the lead character is named Jack Ryan. Okay. Pretty mm-hmm. good. <laughs> it's from the director of Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Well. Mm-hmm. So next well. week, <laughs> Cyborg Cop 2. <laughs> we have to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Cyborg so, Cop 2, Metallic Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. All of those things. Yeah. Oh, and he also directed the original Cyborg Cop. Oh, so, oh, okay. so he oh. was maintaining the consistency throughout a, the Cyborg Cop series. Pedigree. The original not only has Jack Ryan, it also stars John Reese davies oh, oh, double feature. I think we might have mm. to start with the first one. <laughs> now I'm wondering. Yeah. I thought the bad guy was a cyborg. So I'm thinking... Is this guy no. a cop of cyborgs? No, no, no. He is a cop who hunts cyborgs. Okay. Oh. Cyborg so, so, okay. cop. He works for the cyborg so division. he is not a cop that is cyborg. No. He is not he a is, cyborg cop. He is, he is a cop responsible <laughs> for busting For cyborgs. the policing yes. of cyborgs. Yes. So like he's like a squad. So he's like a blade runner, even though I don't know what exactly a blade runner is, but he's like a cyborg he cop. He runs blades. Yes. He is a transit cop. Oh. For cyborgs. <laughs> okay. He is not in transit himself. He works... Going okay. after the oh. transit area. Oh, oh. Money train. Oh. Like a vice cop. Follow the money train. Hey, our last episode. So, <laughs> Cyborg Cop 2. Uh-huh. Our yes. next episode. Okay. If I have anything to say about it. You don't. <laughs> I don't. I never do. We still haven't watched Spy Mate. It's, oh. Spy Mate? <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> most extreme monkey primate. Spy. Yeah. Monkey Spy. <laughs> Spy monkey. Like the, Why are you laughing, Chuck? It's like the room These are serious the movie. The PR guys try to figure out what to call the movie. Spy mate. No. Uh, <laughs> monkey spy. <laughs> Most spying is primate. Get out of here. You're fine. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my office. So Robert Loggia was the producer yes. on this. Sweet. Get out of my office, you son of a bitch. Wow. Right. Yep. All right, so we got one quick uh, voicemail here we'll play uh, regarding John Grease's involvement in Joysticks. Uh, that movie we talked about and may have gotten recorded. <laughs> what? You know, if, if you wanted to watch a movie with John Grease as an uh, anti-authority rep, a misfit teen who acts like a moron and wears a ridiculous leather jacket, you could have just watched Terrorvision. That is all. Well, we didn't know we wanted that. <laughs> we didn't even know he was in there. No, he just popped up in the credits. And yeah. We are like, hey, that's, a, that's Uncle Rico. Yeah. No, we were just like, hey, joysticks and boobies. Right. We like video games and boobs. Yeah, we do. But. Not anymore. I do. <laughs> <laughs> They've been ruined. You wouldn't. You wouldn't after this yeah. movie that you didn't see. No. I like fart jokes, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of those. They sure cut a bunch of those. <laughs> uh, they're all stinkers. Yeah. Uh, fart. So, <laughs> that's all for our correspondence, right? Oh, yeah. We're caught up, so. man. All right. All goody. Right. Send more things. And how would they do that? Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> You can send us emails, or you can actually send us MP3, Wave, FLAC, OG files, whichever your your audio format of choice. You yeah, can send, send us to, OG files, please. Yeah, if you want, whatever. We're we're open. We're we're accepting. We're OGs. Yeah, we're OGGs. OGGs. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, send those to BMF at bmfcast.com. Uh, you can check us out at our very own website at www.bmfcast.com. 
You can check us out on Twitter or Facebook at those websites, respectively, slash BMFCast. You can also find us through iTunes. Search, subscribe, rate, review. We love you long time. And thank you for all the recent reviews. Yes, that There's makes been quite us... a few people that posted, and you guys are awesome. And we've been so literally thanks. glowing with happiness because of it. I'm yeah. not kidding. Yeah, I'm having trouble me. sleeping. It's so exactly. glowing so much. Our future so bright. So, you can also, if you want to just stream our glory directly into your face holes, you can find us through Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices. You can search for us and give us the old thumbs up on that app. Um, it's pretty sweet. And finally, the most important thing you can ever do, which will make your lives and our lives better, give us a call on the BevCast hotline, the Garfield phone, 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 9105-56-9263. Check us out. Please. <laughs> no, please about it. Thank you. You sound so desperate, Chuck. Oh, sorry. Please. Please, RT. Check us out. And thank you. Please respond. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't you called us? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you like 10 texts. I'm, I'm worried doing? about you. <laughs> Should I call the police? 911. 999. For some people. Uh, anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Mm. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. Mm-hmm.